Joel Fragamani back with you for the Comedy Castle podcast. Thanks for joining me today. We're going to talk about what's happening this week at the Comedy Castle, and it's a big week. Dave Landau, one of our favorites. We say Detroit's Dave Landau, but he belongs to the world now. <laughs> He's our headliner this week for five big shows. We'll get into the schedule here. And we'll get into our interview in a second, too. Now, our interview, not with Dave Landau, actually with the opening act, the feature act this weekend, a guy named Derek Richards, who if you don't know Derek, oh, my goodness, stick around for this show. One of the funniest dudes, uh, a 30-year veteran, guy that I worked with coming up. You'll hear lots of great uh, stories and tales from Derek Richards and his life in comedy and how he got hooked up with Dave. It's an interesting story, but... uh, We'll talk to uh, Derek in a minute here. Uh, But let's go through what's going on this week. I am posting the show on Tuesday, August 1st, which means it's the 101 Comedy Class Showcase tonight at 730. So if you're hearing this, you don't have plans yet, you're looking for something to do on a Tuesday night, the Comedy Class Showcase is at 730. That's the beginner class that Bill Bouchard teaches, and it's a wonderful class, a wonderful experience to try your hand at stand-up comedy. We have these classes starting Every five, six weeks, call the club, 248-542-9900 if you want to take the class. If you want a ticket for tonight's show, go over to ComedyCastle.com. That's where I'm reading all this from anyway, right? Right. Let's talk about Wednesday, August 2nd. The Dad Jokes Comedy Tour is coming. And this is a uh, showcase show, a bunch of different comedians. Let's tell you who's on this one and. <laughs> Talk about stacked lineup. We have a stacked lineup this weekend, and Wednesday's phenomenal as well. Andy Beningo, Josh Adams, Nick Lydorf, Mike Larry, and Andrew Yang. Five dads are going to make you laugh. This is presented by Sam Rose Entertainment. They've got showcases every Wednesday in August. Well, most of them. they got four of them. And uh, that's a 7 o'clock show, uh, a 7.30 show. Doors are at 7 7.30 p.m. show. What a great lineup. If you don't remember uh, Josh Adams, if you don't know Josh, if you watched Hard Knocks with the Detroit Lions, you went and roasted the team. That was hilarious. Uh, Andy Beningo is a guy that's been headlining uh, clubs, colleges, cruise ships. Uh, Mike Larry, one of Detroit's finest. Another veteran, Nick Lydorf, uh, is one of my favorite guys. I did a show with Nick know, six months ago or so. Had a great time with Nick and Andrew Yang is one of my former students. That's right. And he's hosting. Andrew's hilarious, too. So come out to the Dad Jokes Comedy Tour at 730 on Wednesday. That's tomorrow night as I'm talking. But Wednesday, August 2nd. And then, of course, this weekend with Dave Landau. Five big shows, 730 on Thursday, 715 and 945 on Friday the 4th. And Saturday the 5th. 7 and 9.30, those tickets will go quickly for Dave. They always do. And when I talk about lineups, and I talk about who's on these shows, Derek Richards is on this show as the feature act. Derek, again, we're going to hear from him in a second. But MCing is a guy named Al April, who is one of, uh, who, I'm not sure how old Al is now. Al, Al, I believe, is in his 80s. He may be in his early 80s. He may be in his late 70s. I've lost track. But Al April is a guy who goes on stage and just murders the audience. So funny. 
Um, one thing that Al does that he's very famous for is the autonyms, meaning he can take the name of any car. Uh, I think he says all of the makes, but maybe not all of the models. And he has uh, sort of what that stands for. What's that called? An acronym. But it's about cars, so they're autonyms. So when he talks about Ford, Ford stands for found on Redneck's driveway or fifth on race day. And he's got a million things about Ford. He's got things for Chevy and Chevrolet, BMW, bite my weenie. It goes on and on. <laughs> he's got a million of them. He tries to have the audience stump him, which I don't think I've ever seen happen. And I've seen Al dozens of times with his autonyms. It's a riot. Uh, you're going to love Al. Like I said, Derek Richards, unbelievable. We'll talk. Uh, uh, you'll hear about Derek and from Derek in a second. But Dave Landau has been killing it. He recorded his comedy special, A Prison 10, here uh, at the Comedy Castle last year, I believe. And he has been uh, all over the country. He's been he has a new television show that is out on the Blaze TV. You'll hear us talk with Derek about that because Derek taped uh, one of Dave's uh, sketch comedy shows for Blaze TV and uh, always funny. Lots of new material, according to Derek, in the show. So I'm really looking forward to this show. Really, three of the best. I'm going to say three different generations of comedy all on stage at the same time. You'll hear me talk to Derek about this. Michigan legends who don't live in Michigan anymore. <laughs> You're also going to hear from Derek how he got started in comedy. It's a little different than most people. A little different. You'll hear how he got started in Michigan and how he uh, has been all over the country. He lives in Vegas now, does the clubs out there. Um, we talk about our worst shows, uh, maybe towns that maybe if they weren't our worst shows, towns that don't get us. And uh, I bring up an example. He brings up an example, both in the deep South. And then we both mentioned the deep South of Ohio, <laughs> Ohio people, not fans of Michigan comedy. So that comes up in this one. Uh, you'll just hear so many fun stories. Uh, I, I refer to Derek as one of the funniest guys off stage, off stage to hang. You're on tour. You hang out with Derek. You have a good time. That's how the road worked for me. Any week with Derek was a fun week to work. And uh, I'm super excited for these shows this weekend. Uh, didn't have a chance to talk to Dave. I believe there is a Dave interview in the archives here on Comedy Castle podcast. Maybe I'll try to find the number for you at the end if you missed Dave, but there's no shortage of stuff about Dave that you can find. In fact, I believe Derek Richards podcast, a drink with Derek has an interview with Dave from just a month or so back. So anyway, enough messing around again, get your tickets for this. If you don't already have them, comedycastle.com is the place. Derek Richards, Al April, Dave Landau, one of the best shows uh, you could ever want to see. So let's get into Derek Richards. All right, Derek Richards, welcome to the Comedy Castle podcast. Uh, we, How long do you think we've known each other? I would say we've known each other 22 or 23 years, I want to say, probably. It's got to be it. Got to oh be 22, 23 years. Yeah, something like and that. And it feels, it feels longer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but a good longer. Yeah, well, of course. 
Yeah. Uh, Derek, uh, you know, when I was starting out, was one of those headliners that you'd be like, oh, you have to work with Derek Richards? I'm like, no, 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 you got to work with Derek Richards. Oh, my God, he's the best guy. You're going to have so much fun and you'll learn a lot. It's, it's like, and boy, you, you've lived up to that and you're still at it. Well, it's a, it's been a fun ride. I can't, uh, I can't complain. I've been, it's great to come back to Detroit. Great to come back to uh, the Comedy Castle with uh, Dave Landau. And I'm super excited to uh, work with him. I've been out in Vegas now for 11 years, yeah, which is, okay. I can't believe that that time has gone as fast as it has, <laughs> but uh, unreal. But uh, Vegas has treated you well, comedy-wise? No, it's been it's been great. I mean, it, it, there's a if there's ever a city that is on a fault line as far as comedy, <laughs> it's Las Vegas. I mean, there's been so many clubs that have come and gone through the years. Yeah. And, I mean, now they're going to be losing the uh, Laugh Factory at the Tropicana because the Oakland A's are moving into town, and they're oh, going to knock okay. down the Tropicana to build the stadium for the Oakland A's. Wow. So, yeah, you just never know. You know, clubs come and go all the time, you know, in this business. I mean, obviously, here in the Detroit area, it's uh, – that's been, you know, a commonplace thing. I mean, as long as we've known each other, how many places have closed? Exactly. Yeah, I know. I, so I would, it's it's crazy stuff. I would think, aside from the Comedy Castle, when you and I were ever on a bill, that place probably out of business at this point. <laughs> oh, I know. Now I I can go through. I can rattle off one uh, after another. But it's yeah. great to see the uh, the castle still cranking after. Uh, God, 44 now, 44 years. years. That's 44 insane. years. And you could you could subtract the year and a half of the pandemic if you want. Actually, it was less than a year, but, you know, yeah, close for a while. Yeah, but. that was a uh, yeah, that was a time we could all easily forget Absolutely. and look back as being one of the worst uh, chapters in our in our lifetime. Yeah, well, we're, we're past it now. We crowds. I mean, we've been busier this year than maybe any other year in the history of the club. It's insane. But um, at least that I can remember as long as I've been around. But I think what's interesting about this weekend too, is that you're back in me. I would call this, I'm going to bill it to me. And uh, the listeners of this show should know I'm considering this like the all stars of Michigan comedy, meaning legends of Michigan comedy yourself, Al April's opening the show. And of course, Dave Landau, I don't think any of you even leave in Michigan anymore. No, that's so funny. Isn't I haven't seen Al April in forever. And I remember working with him down in Florida years ago. Yeah. And I think in uh, in Michigan. So, I mean, it's been a long time. Al's been at it. Yeah. You know, I can't even. Right. He did. Uh, yeah, he did uh, comedy back during the uh, good Lord, during the dark ages. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Al, I mean, I would consider this like a three generations of comedy show this weekend really because al's got 20 years on you or 15 or something you know what i mean and easily then, and then you've got you know 10 or 15 on dave at least so um yeah, yeah it's gonna be a fun weekend i'm really really looking forward to it yeah it should be fun i mean that's the thing i like about you know landau now that he's doing bigger places and is so well known that it's the guys opening for him are the guys he started with or the guys that you know, probably let him open, uh, you know, he probably opened for you when he was starting out at some point. Well, and the cool thing with Dave is that, I mean, not only is he one of the hands down funniest, uh, comedians that I've ever worked with. And I love watching him every single show that we get a chance to uh, work together, but, um, you know, he works his, he works his ass off. He's everything that he's got coming to him right now. He deserves, yeah. um, there's nobody that works more that, that is more tireless in trying to, uh, uh, you know, do the right thing. And, you know, he's been very kind to, uh, 
uh, a lot of people that have been friends of his uh, through the years. And I'm grateful for the chance to uh, to work with him. And he's got a great show going on now with uh, Normal World on yeah. Blaze TV, and uh, right. which is super fun. I had a chance to go down there and do a couple episodes and recorded some sketches. And it was just a uh, it was a blast. It's, it's great to see that trajectory for him go the way it is. I'm really, really excited and happy for him. Yeah, I am too. I was, re- and you know, <laughs> I've interviewed Dave in one form or another on different shows that I've had over the years. One of the coolest guys to just talk to have. And in fact, the only, <laughs> I was going to talk to both of you and he, he has to take that show. So that's why he's not talking to me today. Unfortunately, rude. I know. Getting too big to talk to Joel Fragamani. Come on, Dave. No one no. should be too big to talk to Joel Fragamani. I had this is a funny story. I, I don't know how many people picked up on this that listened last week. So we had this guy, Michael Longfellow, who's on Saturday Night Live last weekend at the club. We had a fun weekend at the club. And I'm introducing him as we've got the star of Saturday Night Live. And he goes, Joel, I'm a featured member of Saturday Night Live. He had to correct. He couldn't even accept his billing that I was giving him. That's oh, so wow. funny. Yeah, he was great. But let's talk about your career, man. I mean, uh, so much great stuff. I, I spent uh, the good part of today catching up on your comedy clips on Instagram and YouTube and just such funny stuff, man. No, I appreciate it. It's been a uh, it's been a real fun ride. Um, had some good opportunities uh, open up for me with uh the Irish comedy tour that yeah. we've been doing for a number of years. Uh, we got a special on Amazon prime and I've got a couple of uh, other things going on. Uh, dry bar comedy. And then another platform called open bar comedy. Yeah. And I now, watched clips uh, from both of those. Today. Yeah. So it's It's going to be, uh, so it's fun. You know what? I mean, you've got to enjoy the ride. So many people focus on the, on the prize at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a good time while you're, you know, on that journey, it's just, it's worthless. If you keep chasing after some carrot that never lands the way you want it to, um, you know, I still do, you know, I'm a whore like every other comic. <laughs> if there's a gig and there's a microphone and it's, uh, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. I can get a couple free cocktails. We're going to have a good time. Yeah, let's do it. So I just, um, I, I just love to have a good time and enjoy myself. And I'm just very uh, grateful to, you know, be hanging at, geez, it's been now 29 years. For you doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's fantastic, man. And and uh, and one of the things uh, about you that is fun, if you ever get to work as a comedian, getting to work with people and you go, I get to work with this person. It's it's just sometimes it's just the fun hang of certain people. And you were always, uh, you know, I haven't toured in 10 years, but when I was, you were my one of you and Hildebrandt were my two favorite guys to work with. Bill oh my God. Because, and sometimes we would do shows with the three of us or something. And yeah. Oh my God. It was the greatest. No, just, you know, I think when you're doing this business, I mean, you really spend about an hour on stage mm-hmm. or a couple hours at the club. But I mean, if you're on the road with, uh, and I'm sure uh, a multitude of comics have said this to you on your podcasts yeah. through the years, you know, you got a lot of time, a lot of downtime when you're traveling, when you're at the hotel, you're screwing around during the day. And if you don't have someone that's a cool hang yeah. and not someone that you need to, you know, go to movies with and share ice cream with all the time, right. but it's, uh, you know, you just want to be able to have somebody that's a, uh, that's a cool person to have a conversation with. And someone who's not a, uh, you know, some narcissistic douchebag who's yeah. constantly rattling off their resume about how great their career is. I'm like, Oh, is your career that amazing? Uh, last time I checked, we're both standing here in Saugatuck. So how about you shut your pie hole? 
That's one of the things about you that you always kept it realistic. You know, I would go to some of these places and go like, man, this place is a real dump and I don't know how I'm going to do. And I'd be sitting there talking to whoever I was working with. And the guy would be like, this is a great crowd. What are you talking about? This is fantastic. There's eight people here. I'm going to rock. I'm going to go through every table. I'm going to find out what all these people do for a living. And it's like, oh, shit. This guy's full of himself, man. This is yeah. The, I don't have that yeah. level of enthusiasm. No, you always kept. I mean, you hit the stage, and uh, you know you're on on the stage. But when it's you know you're, you're you're keeping it you're keeping it real off stage, which is something I always appreciated. Well, and there's nothing worse than the comic that can't turn it off. Yeah, yeah. When they come off stage, oh, when yeah. they're constantly trying to be the funny guy, or you're mm. at. Uh, you're at lunch and trying to order lunch as Jack Nicholson. I'm like, I'm just going to hit you in the face <laughs> with a goddamn salt shaker. How can you possibly be this much of a tool? But, um, you know, it's a, uh, it's a fun business. There's a lot of uh, fun people. There's plenty of, uh, you know, plenty of knuckleheads too, like yeah. in any business, I'm sure, uh, you know, Brenda from accounts payable at, uh, at the office is probably not the most fun person all the time, but like <laughs> I said, it's going to be a, uh, it's always a smorgasbord of different people that you get to hang with and, uh, uh, you know, and share stories with. And that, you know, that to me is the, is the fun part of this business. Yeah. I mean, it, it, just some of these guys, I mean, I, I, have we lost a comic recently? And it was like, I was reading like obits or, you know, people's tributes to this guy. And I'm like, I think I'm just not going to write anything. <laughs> I, just wrote, I'm like, I don't yeah, think I, I can even, I go, I don't, I mean, and it's like, it's not a guy that I hated or anything, but I also went like, really? That's I'm with you. I'm, eh. and I, I think I know who, who well, you're talking I mean, about too. There's a, you yeah, know. there are certain people, certain people that you run into in this business that you just, you know, you don't mesh with. Yeah. And I'm, nah, I don't want to hang out with you. And they're a great, <laughs> a great uh, meme that I saw posted, and I just thought it was absolutely stellar and so on point. Where it says, "I don't have the energy to hate you. I, I either like you or I don't care." Yeah, yeah. And I would, and if I don't care about you, I just don't care about you. Right. And so there are some recently passed away who I did not particularly get along with. And I literally would have had more of a negative reaction if the Tigers traded Riley Green. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is how, that is literally how little it affected me. So, yeah. I, um, I, you know, like, like I said, this business is full of uh, fun people and, and it's got, it's, it has a share of uh, douchebags like anything, but right. you know, all you can do is just, uh, uh, you know, manage what you can manage and, uh, uh, you know, have as good of a time as you can along the way. Right. Well, let's talk about, uh, your sort of comedy career. Uh, do you remember where you performed the first time? Do you remember going up and where that was and everything? Kalamazoo, Michigan. Really? Yeah. That's where I first started. I was in radio before I did this. And then I had got fired from my last full-time radio gig and I was working at a place called, uh, I had I had emceed at a place called Boomerang's Comedy Club. It was inside a Quality Inn in Kalamazoo, right off of uh, I-94 in Westridge. Anybody outside of Michigan won't have a clue <laughs> what I'm talking about, but that is where it was. It was a uh, little lounge comedy club, one show Friday. Yeah, that was the first time I went up, and I knew the guy who owned the place because uh, I was in radio, like I said before that, and so we had done promotions. And I said, hey, I'm looking to try to change my trajectory here with my career. You mind if I come in and, yeah. you know, do some time. And he goes, you want to host a show? So I literally, literally got paid the very first time really? I went on stage. Man. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's crazy. That's not the way most people do it. But I mean, no, uh, and I had no pressure. Yeah. I mean, he said, listen, he goes, do a few minutes. If you're having fun, do six, seven minutes. He goes, if you're not having fun, bail. So I had the luxury of having somebody who was very, very uh, accommodating yeah. for what I was doing at that time. And, and I learned a lot. I worked with a lot of people. It was yeah. a great venue to be at because it was right in between Detroit and Chicago. So I saw yeah. so many killer Detroit comics. Uh, come through there and a bunch of great Chicago guys. And um, just to sit in the back and watch and learn was a, uh, was, was just like a, a university. Yeah. I, sometimes when I uh, talk to some of these comics, it, it, your story, maybe it, not if you're from a small town and you have some talent, it's very easy to sort of become like, wow, now I'm the host MC at my, you know, at the hotel comedy club or whatever. It was a guy, Meher Mata, I had on this show. He had a very similar story where right. he just said, you know, he wanted to do it. No one else in town was even doing comedy. He was like, I'm going to do this. It wasn't a, it wasn't a big scene. No, uh, it's crazy. It was uh, but it was good. I mean, it was it was nice to be doing it in a uh, in a town like Kalamazoo at the time I was there for six months when I started. And then I had left. I went down to uh, Florida yeah. afterwards. And then kind of bounced around, came back to Michigan, went back to Florida and then back out in Vegas now. But, you know, I think one of the things that you don't see now with a lot of um, younger talent is people to come out and watch a show and and watch it front to back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I always think that uh, and I've said this all the time. I think I've said it to, uh, you know, when I was working in town and I came by when you were doing your comedy classes, you know, if you're if you're a fan of doing this job and you do it and you want to do it and you want to keep doing it, you got to be a fan of it. Yeah. And I think, uh, it does nothing but help you to sit there and watch every act that you can mm-hmm. possibly see, especially live. So you can see yeah. what they're doing, how they handle situations. And listen, if you hate the act, you go, you know what? That is not my cup of tea, mm-hmm. but you will learn something from every single show that you do. So these guys that come in with their backpack full of shitty jokes and their zip hoodie <laughs> and their and their $18 cup of Starbucks and they come in, do their act, eat it for four minutes and then take off. I'm like, mm, you should stick around. Yeah. And, uh, and, and learn from people that are, that have been doing it for a while. And like I said, I don't care if you, if you like or hate the person, you're at least learning something. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that's definitely a thing that I learned. And I also learned just giving people comedy advice. If young comics are listening to this, to not watch uh, TV, not watch stuff that was uh, sort of, you know, I mean, now I think you can see comedy in a little more raw with like YouTube and stuff. But, you know, you watch these specials and they're edited together from multiple shows and, you know, they're cutting to crowd reactions that aren't even the real reactions to the jokes. And I say go see a live because you will yes. see even the best comics in the world flub jokes, things not land. Um, you know, for whatever reason. And, and uh, it really helps you just keep it realistic and also see what it's like for you to be doing it. Well, and, and just the energy in the room, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, this as well as anybody, you know, you're in a, you can see an act go up and do their show on a Thursday and, the, it, and nothing lands. And you're like, yeah. whoa, what happened? And then Friday, they'll do the exact same set yeah. and just an odd energy it's always a uh, that's what keeps this thing business interesting yeah. you don't know what you're going to get with any situation and i think even uh you know seeing the energy of the room and feeling how you know crowds are mm-hmm. and uh their feedback and so forth i think everything is a um, it's a cool fun process to always be a part of 
Yeah, and then and I also remember starting with you, and I think you must have been in Florida by the time we started because you would come up and you know spend a few weeks up here touring. Um, yeah. One of the and I watched it today. The the and I don't you don't have to do the stories. You can tell us whatever you want, but the Florida man stories from your show, uh, super funny. Oh yeah, those are always oh my god. I, th- th- those all that stuff writes itself. Yeah. I mean that's just. You know, yeah, they just they call it Florida, man, because yeah. it just everything stupid happens down there. So, I mean, living down there as long as I did, I mean, it was just one story after another after another <laughs> about all the dumb shit that would happen down there. And it was uh, it, it's a it's a vault of material because, you know, I I toured a little bit in Florida and I've certainly spent vacation there. And I think one thing that I noticed is when I was touring, I was doing these like one nighters and. You know, going to where there are no tourists. Yeah. <laughs> and that part of Florida is it ain't that different than northern Michigan or somewhere or Indiana. It's like these little towns where no one's, you know, no one's going to these things. And uh, my goodness, it is rural. No, it is. And I think it's good to be able to. It's good for you to go ahead and, you know, go down to Florida and do shows. I think it's good for anybody. Yeah. I mean, as far as comedians, I think you need to diversify your portfolio i mean go to the pacific northwest and do a show in front of a bunch of insanely woke you know kids up in portland and then go down to south carolina where they would just as soon kill all those kids from portland (laughs) so it's good to be able to balance your stuff so it can work in any uh you know in any situation i think i think for me i don't know if you've got a town like this i went to knoxville tennessee Oh, yeah, I've been there and, and had a very, very strange a one nighter in Knoxville. And uh, the comedy club was on the first floor in the basement was a country line dancing bar. Sweet. <laughs> they did not. Uh, they did not have people like me at this place. Let's just say that. Uh, very no, it's it's funny. Like I said, you just don't know. You get paired up with certain people on the road and you get, a you know, you're in Knoxville, Tennessee, and there's some, you know, cowboy act who's yeah. uh, got a guitar in front of you. And you're like, oh, there's this is not going to be my crowd. <laughs> but do you have crowds that like where is a place that didn't get Derek Richards comedy? Um, oh, God, you could fill in <laughs> fill in the blanket almost any crowd anywhere in the United States. Um, you know, I think it's uh, I think from having those shows where you bomb you you learn so much from that you learn way more from shows that you tank it yeah than from shows that you destroy mm. and you know anybody that says oh i never bombed i've never had a bad set you are completely <laughs> jaded you you simply are not living in a reality based uh sphere <laughs> so i you know i think it's uh, that's why like i said I, you know it's fun when you go into some place that's that's a rough situation and you're like, okay, I don't know this is going to go. They got to turn off the TVs and everybody's watching the football game. Yeah. And um, I mean, I was in, uh, I was in Augusta, Georgia. I mean, just in terms of a, I was first starting out mm-hmm. and I was in it a few years and I was there and it was the, the Braves were in the world series <laughs> against the Yankees. Oh boy. And so I mean, Augusta, Georgia, it's packed. Mm-hmm. They have a big screen hanging down in front of the stage. It's a comedy club. And they're showing the World Series. And the Braves lose the game <laughs> to the Yankees. Oh, 
And then all of a sudden, they're like, well, we're going to hold off the start time of the show because the game's on. The Braves <laughs> lose. And I'm and I'm the MC of the show. They're like, all right, who's ready for comedy? And this whole crowd hated everything. And they just automatically assumed, they're like, all right, Detroit, Michigan. Now all of a sudden, I'm not only a guy who's going to try to make them laugh after they after their team lost, but now I am considered a quote-unquote Yankee. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Even though I'm not from New York. Yeah. I'm from north of the Mason-Dixon line, yes, and that went miserable. <laughs> yeah, that's that's tough, man. I, that sporting events when when the Red Wings were hot, I would do shows. I had a one nighter worth. It's like my oh. thing. I booked it, and they would they would put us up uh, during the the uh, you know the uh, the intermissions. Oh my god! Here's the first period of the Red Wing playoff game, followed by two comedians. <laughs> Then, oh a my period, god. then a period of hockey and then their headliner. It was a, oh my God. I'll tell you the worst, the worst scenario that I ever had happened to me. I was in Columbus, Ohio and I was on stage and I was talking about, uh, the joke about hockey mm-hmm. and somebody, they had just gotten the blue jackets down there in Columbus and somebody in the crowd yells, Detroit sucks. <laughs> and so, and it was right. You know, the wings were winning like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, so now that's all it took. Was one guy yelled Detroit sucks. And they hate Michigan anyway exactly, because they're from yeah. Ohio yeah. and they're losers. So, <laughs> so that the crowd starts booing me, yeah. and and I'm like, whoa, whoa, you you're booing you're you're booing me. You're booing the Red Wings. I go, listen. Now this happened not long after there was a like a 12 year old girl that got hit in the face with a hockey puck. I remember that story. Yeah, okay. And and that actually changed the rules on how they put the netting up mm-hmm. in the stadiums. And so, and it was in Columbus and she got hit in the face with a puck and got killed, sadly. And so, so they're booing me. And I went, so I said, I, I said, Hey, 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 settle down. I go, listen, I go, maybe if you guys painted a 12 year old girl's face in the back of your net, you'd score some more goals. <laughs> you want to talk about as bad as they were booing me before Yeah. violently booing now. And there was, and I'd like to say there was a happy ending to that story. There isn't. I, I've been there, man. That did not end well at all. And I come off stage and the manager of the club is in the back. <laughs> and I come walking up. He looks at me, he goes, gutsy call. And I go, yeah, it didn't quite work out. He starts laughing. <laughs> I would, I learned after a while being on the road to just not even be injured in Ohio, just not even be introduced as being from Michigan. No, just no mention of it whatsoever at all. Mm-mm. Just no. because, because you didn't know, you know, and I would even, you know, when people would start booing me about Michigan and I'd be like, well, they didn't let me into their dumb school. I didn't have the grades. I have no, uh, you know, I have no affinity for the Wolverines. I'm just exactly I'm just a guy. I went to Wayne State. Come on. Yeah, I, I'm a guy with a, with Michigan on my driver's license. Yeah. Cut me a little bit of slack. I'm a tartar, for God's sakes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't hate me because I went to Wayne State. Yeah. Come on. The tartars. That was that was they've changed that since then. For those of you, that it's don't a good know. Wayne State's a great pharmacy school. I'm the <laughs> one who could possibly write you a fentanyl prescription. <laughs> and if you live in Ohio, you should do fentanyl on a daily basis. Oh, my God. Ohio. I got an email just before we sat down to record because I'm not still even though I don't tour, I'm on these lists for gigs. Sure. And there was like these two just the saddest. I don't even know where these towns were. And it was like, do you want these for a hundred dollar? No hotel room. And I went like, oh, God, I'm very happy. That sounds be, amazing. I'm very happy to be doing this show. 
and working at the Comedy <laughs> Castle. It made me so grateful. It just was like, oh, God, thank goodness. I'm sure of that. Because for people that don't know how it works, even if I respond like, hey, I'd like to do this, you may not even get chosen because there's, you know, three dozen other people who got that email. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. I know. Ugh. Well, it sounds like you're doing great, man. It sounds like you work with Dave. Dave's taking care of, you know, his people. No, Dave, Dave's great. It's great to uh, get a chance to work with him. And I encourage anybody who has not seen Dave to uh, come out and check out his show. He recorded his uh, special of Prison 10 over at the uh, Comedy Castle last time he was there. And um, that came out fantastic. He's written so much and he's written so much new material since he even recorded that, too. The guy is just a, a machine as far as cranking out new stuff. And it's fun to watch him put stuff together. I mean, we would, you know, hang out backstage and we would bounce some stuff off each other he'd tell me a story and and i'm like i hey, should try that and so he would you just it's, it's fun watching the process of watching of him flushing out some new stuff so yeah. like i said if you haven't seen him since the last time he recorded his special over at uh, the comedy castle i highly recommend you come back out because it's going to have a lot of new stuff and a lot of uh fun twisted dark humor and if you have not seen dave go online and google dave <laughs> people know, know what dave. you're know what you're walking oh yourself into Boy, I'll tell you, we had an example of that not that long ago at the Comedy Castle. Oh, my goodness. Oh, really? <laughs> the dude was funny, but, you know, and most of the crowd knew the guy. But you could tell there were people there because they just wanted date night. Right. <laughs> this guy was not a guy was not a date night comedian. Let's put it that way. Oh, I love that yeah, stuff. It's it was actually brutal. funny, a funny Dave story. He and I were working together in Vegas a uh, number of years ago. And Dave's material you know, it's, it's not dirty. It's just dark. Yeah. And so he, so we're there during rodeo week. Okay. And so MGM where the comedy club is at the, uh, at the MGM grand is the host hotel for the rodeo. So like all these cowboys are coming, staying there. You're talking good old boys from Montana, Texas, (laughs) Oklahoma. And so the crowd is full of belt buckles and Stetsons (laughs) and the, and the Justin boots and the cowboy hats, the whole shot. And Dave goes up and tells three of his killer, killer, killer jokes in a row. And all three of them just laid there. (laughs) And so he tells it, he tells joke one, boom, nothing happens. Joke two, boom, nothing happens. Joke three, nothing happens. And he, he stands there, he crosses his arms, looks at the crowd and he goes, you know, you guys could have Googled me on the way in. (laughs) And me and the manager were in the back of the room and just about, shit ourselves laughing wow. yeah it was so funny so it's uh like i said it's an experiment every time you go up on stage with a different <laughs> crowd in a different city different times you know when things are going down and uh yeah those those people that night did not know what no, to make of what was on stage not at all but uh before we get out of here because i know you gotta you gotta you're you're on the road tonight as we're doing this interview so i'm gonna let you go um Plug your stuff. Tell everybody where they can find more of Derek aside from this weekend. No, my uh, website is DerekRichards.com. You can go ahead and follow me on uh, social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. I've got a podcast called The Drink with Derek. You can go to my YouTube channel and and, uh, subscribe over there. And then, uh, like I said, I've made a couple appearances on uh, Dave's show, Normal World, on Blaze TV. You can go on the archives and uh, on the uh, Normal World 
YouTube channel and see some of the stuff that I've done on there as well. So it's a, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to this weekend though, man, the castle's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah, it sounds great. I'm very excited for this weekend. Like I said, you Al and Dave, I've done dozens of shows with over the years and uh, for my money, this is about as good a show as you're going to get. Man, I appreciate you having me on, buddy. All right, Derek. Always good talking, man. Same here, pal. Okay. Well, I hope that lived up to the billing. Derek's such a fun hang. I we're gonna hang out after the show. We talked for a little bit after after uh, I stopped the interview, but I think Derek and I are gonna be having a drink after the show this weekend. I think that's overdue for the two of us knowing each other for so long. It's gonna be five awesome shows. This weekend, Dave Landau, Derek Richards, Al April. Get your tickets at ComedyCastle.com. Of course, don't forget about uh, the Wednesday show as well. The Dad Jokes Comedy Show. All-star lineup there, too. It's going to be a fun weekend at the club, all right? You guys come out. You come see what we're doing because it's super fun. It's going to be one of the best weekends of the year. I'm excited. You know, I haven't seen Derek in a long time. It's been, I think, since Dave last recorded, uh, last chance, uh, last time I saw him. And Al April, man, and hey, every time you see Al, Al at this point, <laughs> it's a good time. Trust me on this one. I want to know. You guys come to the club after the show. You see me in there. You see us flipping the room for the next show or closing it up, whatever we're doing. And you tell me if that wasn't the best show you've ever seen. I think it will be. That's my prediction. As good as it gets. So go to ComedyCastle.com, get your tickets, and uh, it's going to wrap it up for today's show. Fun interview with uh, Derek. Thanks a lot uh, to him for doing the show. Thanks a lot to you guys for listening. I'm hoping to see you guys out this week. It's a, it's a great week. It's as good a week as you could possibly want in this business. That's what I think. So come on out. We'll see you, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>